0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to season two of the Road End Podcast. Each episode we will speak to a new guest, get to know them, and hear their stories about Liverpool Football Club.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to season two of the Road End Podcast. Today I am joined by Harriet Pryor. Harriet is a presenter, reporter, and writer. Who many of you will recognise from the Anfield Rap and Sky Sport transfer talk? Thanks for joining. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm really good. Yeah, had a had a good, good, good week, good few weeks. Although the result last night probably didn't help the situation, but generally, I'm good, thank you.
1: Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's start. with you couldn't work. I feel like every time I switch on, all your faces there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's obviously good for you. How are you managing this workload?
0: Um, yeah, it's been a lot. So it's been a good, been a good year, really. That's what I will say. It's been, it's all happened quite quickly. So yeah, so work for the amphor wrap for about a year and a half now. Um, do producing, presenting, all of that kind of stuff on there. So we're basically at Liverpool podcast, been going back 10 years now. So I joined, yeah, a long way into that journey. So once everything was established, I put my face in and I absolutely love it, love doing that. And from there, I went on LSE TV and loved that as well and enjoyed being more in a studio setup. And then yeah, I managed to get, get in with Sky and, and do some work there. So it's kind of bit taken off a lot of it in, in a weird way but obviously there's still so much more I want to do and achieve and so, so many more places I want to go but yeah I've been doing the transfer shows with Sky so they're, they're in August and January which have been really really good fun got my own show in the Amphil Wrap this year and then do bits like Press Box freelance bits and yeah a a few other projects here and there so that's why when you tried to get me on here I said no about five times and sounded like I was (laughs) really really rude but it was just because it was January in January I have no time
1: (laughs) what's what's the long-term ambition then you've mentioned that you're on like various shows on different platforms so what's the ambition for you
0: Yeah, it's interesting really, because I guess I'm going through that process now of like what do I want to do and where do I want to be. I love reporting and I love presenting and I think a lot of people do kind of a hybrid of both now. So at the moment I'm doing I guess a bit more reporting than presenting. So trying to explore both of those things a bit more and hopefully one day, yeah, feel like I've really achieved that and I'm doing really well. But I mean there's there's always people you're gonna look up to, isn't there? Like I'll always look up to like Kelly Cates and Nora Woods and like could only imagine to like emulate a tiny bit of the success that they have, but if I get anywhere close to it, I'll be more than happy.
1: Good so are you from Cambridge? is that right?
0: Yeah well yeah, kind of so I was born I was born in Cambridge my parents now are based in Essex and yeah okay. I've lived in, lived in Liverpool for a couple of years so but kind of moved all over so I've lived in Germany in Scotland in London I've been a bit of a I've never really settled so I've, I've found my home in Liverpool now and and love it here so I intend to stay for a long time.
1: Where did your love for the club come from?
0: It was, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but it was my dad and, and he, he's always been a fan and it's kind of a, a family thing, even though we're not from the city. And I think for for a lot of people, that's, I guess, strange, but then that's so common now, isn't it? I think especially if you come from a place like Cambridge, where there's no Premier League club like directly associated with the place you're from, it's really common for people to support the other big clubs and, and most people from where I'm from supported Arsenal because it was the one that was like closer up the road. But yeah, I always was was Liverpool, and that was what I was always exposed to. And then started coming to the matches when I was about ten, and then you can't not like you can't not fall in love with it, can you? Like no. as soon as you're coming and you're exposed to it and you're in that environment, like you just instantly want to be there all the time. So yeah, that was that was how it started, and it kind of grew from there. And and my relationship changed with it over time, but it's always been like yeah, a really big part of my life, culminating in now where it is like. My whole life basically. <laughs>
1: yeah. so you've you've just touched on it there. A lot of people get, let's say, discriminated because they're not from Liverpool who support Liverpool and there's a lot of um unwarranted stick that people get, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get any of that? And if you do, what's your answer?
0: Oh yeah, all the time. Like all the time. Because because I do things. I think what so I think what annoys people is that if, if I ever do if I go Old Sky, for example, as a Liverpool fan, that I'm like a a representative voice for fans, but I'm not what they see as representative of fans. And I'm okay with that. And I never, ever will try and represent all fans' opinions and be there as the voice of Liverpool. That's never what I would ever intend to do. And I'm always really cautious of that. But ultimately, like, there's so many people that have got voices in the Liverpool space and loads of them from Liverpool. Some of them aren't. So I'm never trying to, like, take up space. But when people perceive that, they'll go, well, what, she's not got a Scouse accent? Or where's she from? All those things. And I find it hard because it is... Like you feel you feel like, oh, should I be part of it? And should I be, you know, doing these things and speaking about these things? Should I need to have an opinion on these things? And actually, like you kind of have to just ignore people on the Internet. That's kind of what I've learned through the year and a half of being in this industry is like if you let people on the Internet dictate your life, like you would never do anything. So yeah, I've definitely experienced that a lot from various different people, but mostly just comment sections. And now I try and not read them. But yeah, it will just be like, oh, really good Scouse accent there, or why is she talk, why is she talking for Liverpool fans? She doesn't represent us. That kind of thing that you can't really get away from. So I just let it let it wash over me now.
1: Good, because I know most of the lads I know who go all the ways. You know, not many of them are from actually Liverpool, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter where you're from. If you're supporting the club and you're behind them I,
0: I think guess. if you I think if you buy into like I think what maybe some of it comes from is that people come you know come and don't buy into the culture of the city the culture of the club all those things and I get that and I get mm-hmm. that if people don't like necessarily align with the political views of the club and all those things like yeah. that can be really difficult for people that live in Liverpool and are really strongly associated with the liberal aspects of it and all those things and like I that you know I align myself with all of that so I've never like kind of got that side of it when people kind of criticize me for those for that if they were to criticize me for that kind of thing i would be like well it's not just not correct so you can't but I do get you know when people come from and they and they you know they're voting conservative and then they're turning (laughs) up and taking tickets to Liverpool matches I get why that would anger people it's difficult subject isn't it but that's I guess where some of that anger comes from.
1: It must be weird though if you do vote conservative and the singing and fuck the Tories and you're sat there.
0: Well, exactly. <laughs> it, might, it must be, yeah. But I think I think that's probably the side of it I get more is like people hear my accent and kind of presume things about me that aren't true, and and that people look, people presume things about you that aren't true regardless of like yeah. anything. You know, they just will regardless of anything. So you just that's why you just have to let it not be the biggest role in your life because otherwise. You
1: wouldn't do anything <laughs> well while we're on, yeah. While we're on the subject of like the stuff that you get basically commented on and things, mm-hmm. um, I've noticed in the past on tweets of yours that there's a lot of sexism in the industry as well, it needs to be addressed. And it's not something everyone's comfortable with talking about, so I appreciate if you're not. But I like bringing stuff up that people aren't comfortable with just no, to I'm see where we go. About it. Yeah. so as a woman, a very knowledgeable one, it comes down to some people feel threatened by the sounds of it, to me. And that's why they do say, oh, she's a woman. What she, What does she know? Things like this. But
0: mm. not
1: the case at all. If, if you know what you're talking about, doesn't matter what you are, who you are. How do you deal with the sexism side of things online?
0: Yeah, it's interesting, actually, because my, my background from, like, university is, a lot of it is in gender studies. So when I was at university, I did a lot of research on football and the industry and the gatekeeping that happens by fans and people that feel like, Anyone that doesn't look like the stereotypical fan of a football club isn't welcome, and is taking up space in their in their places, and it's, it's under threat. It's like a threat thing. It's like a weird fight or flight that people, fans of football teams, have. And so, someone like me, who doesn't, you know, sound like I'm from Liverpool and isn't a man, essentially, and and all these things, like coming into this space and speaking on platforms where they feel they should have a voice. I'm gonna get that hate and it shouldn't be like that of course it shouldn't be but it is and it's hard like the first time you get it it's hard it's always hard but it's particularly hard when you're starting out and when you're really new to it all and when people are I don't I don't care so much about comments like get back in the kitchen like those kind of things because they're just stupid and they're just sexist people but when people really attack you and your knowledge and your character and the way you look you know I I that's also laughable to me but you know because you're probably just sat in your little room at home and, and writing horrible things online about people but that's a reality that I have to read that stuff about you know I've, I've had people calling me fucking ugly I've had people calling me stupid I've had people talking about my voice saying I sound like I've got I don't know all these things that some of them are just totally untrue and like unfounded and I just I've, I've had people make up stuff I've said on online you know, they said, I can't believe you've gone on this podcast and said that. And I've never said that to try and like make up stories and make it sound like I don't know what I'm talking about or make it sound like I have outrageous opinions. Like people will do anything to tear you down when they feel they should be where you are. And in response to that, I always just think, well, I am where I am because I work really hard and yeah. I know what I'm talking about. And I'm sorry, but anyone that thinks you can be a woman in this industry now and just walk through the door is so wrong because there are so many good women in this industry now. You have to be on your shit. Are we allowed to swear on her? Maybe not. You have yeah. to know what you're talking about and you have to be able to hold your own. Otherwise, you just won't you just won't keep getting booked. So anyone that thinks it's good enough now to just be a woman, maybe maybe 20 years ago they needed like an odd woman, so they'll just bring anyone in. Not the case now. So I know that. I know and I have to remind myself when I get this hate that I am good enough and that I deserve to be where I am but sometimes you know I've, ha- I've had days I, w- I won't lie to you and I've never like sort of spoken about candidly about this but I have, I've had days where I've like cried and I've thought I, ca- I can't do this anymore like I can't I can't be in this industry because I can't I can't be letting people say things like this and I you know I'm not even like you know, I spoke. About, I'm not even like a millimeter of what like Laura Woods, must get or something you know, people like that. And so, how if I want to progress and grow in this industry, how am I going to be able to cope with that? And I have to check myself because I'm like, come on, again, my mantra. If you were letting people on the internet, you wouldn't do anything. So I have to really sort of make sure that I'm bringing myself back in. But sometimes it's hard. It it, it is, and it's horrible that it comes with the territory. I just wish people would just be a bit kinder because there's just no need for it.
1: I know, I know. And, you know, I'm dealing with it from man's side of things. I just get called all sorts, your opinions are shit, all this stuff. But <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You've just got to, I, I don't know how you do it, but you've just got to block it out, haven't you? Otherwise yeah. you'd end up getting in an argument with people you don't even know exist. Lastly on that subject, what message do you have for young girls or women coming into the industry in terms of advice?
0: Yeah, it's funny enough because I've, I've just come off the back of a call with a, a girl in year 10 and we were okay. talking about The industry and it was so nice to talk to her because she really feels like she's got every option open to her in the industry, whether she wants to play, whether she wants to be in media, like she doesn't feel any barriers. And what I my biggest piece of advice would be to just really make clear people what your intentions are because I think people come into the industry and think like oh if I'm good enough people will notice me like people don't just notice you like if you and and this just goes this doesn't just go for women but I think sometimes women have to be a bit bolder about it but everyone make your intentions really really clear if you want to do something in a really kind and and considerate way make that known you know don't presume that you belong anywhere like I should be there and I I should be in this job but make clear like oh in the future I'd really like to do this so do you mind if I come in and chat at you for a day or do you mind if you read over some of my work or watch something I've done people in the industry are so willing to help and I think in particular you know if, if young girls came to me and, and wanted support and wanted help I would always 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 have my door open to them and I think that goes for so many people that are, that are in the industry now and that and that have like you know that are able to help people they really will so yeah don't be afraid to put yourself out there and just really believe in in your ability because there's a hundred percent space for you and and hopefully it'll be more and more and more space as we you know continue to grow the women's side of the game but also the women working in the men's game as well
1: good I like them answers anyone who's listening that needs that advice take it on board yeah um, let's talk about the Anfield Wrap it's mm-hmm. massive and the content's brilliant I've watched the Ergen documentary how long did that take i mean i don't know how much i don't know how much you had a part in that but god the content and that it must have took forever
0: yeah it's unreal and I'm, yeah it's, it's an amazing piece of content so i wasn't sort of directly involved in the day-to-day of it because i don't do like videography and editing and stuff so we had the we had the video team on that and it took a long time a lot of trips to germany um a lot of trips to different places as well to, to meet various people and it's still still in motion now so we've got some really cool interviews at the moment happening for the third and no the fourth and fifth episode which is the final two parts so it, I can't actually remember when it started but it's been oh god it's been over a year of, of, of everything being in motion and it all coming together and hopefully yeah we've made a five part series that people really enjoy and that we're really really proud of so yeah it's, it's been a really cool thing to like be a bit on the sidelines of but I've been um helping because I speak German so I've been doing the the bit of the, the German help with them. Um, Um, whenever they have a bit of clock footage they don't know what he's saying that's when I that's when I have to step in so that's been my very small involvement on it but it's been very cool so
1: so transfer talk on Sky Sports um, it's great seeing you on the big stage it really is Um, how do you find being in the spotlight on Sky Sports
0: yeah, the first the first time I went, so we had a rehearsal before the August one, that was the first time I did it, and get the earpiece, I like stopped, so someone spoke to me in the earpiece and I stopped talking during the rehearsal, on the show, around the table, with all the cameras on, and I was like, oh my god, what if I do this, like, in the actual show, like, this to be so awful, so I basically had the earpiece, like, turned off for the first, like, two weeks, because I just couldn't handle All the cameras because it's like there's like you know I'm used to at the end of we just have one camera and I sometimes two there's five cameras there's so many lights there's microphones everything going on and then you have your earpiece which is like really difficult to get to get used to so it's wild like it's absolutely crazy and then you're being pulled into hair and makeup and then you've got like your prep time and it's so so much fun though like it's the most fun thing to do and I'm like so so grateful that I've got to be a part of it because I absolutely love it like it's my they've been my two favorite months of the last year doing those shows so hopefully yeah get to do more of them but it's yeah it's intimidating environment for sure. Do
1: you know the earpiece you see sometimes when you watch it it feels like they're getting spoke to as they're talking is that happening?
0: Yeah oh 100% as you're talking yeah yeah (laughs) I was on one when um, uh, Danny Ng signed and then it was it was on I can't remember exactly the details of it but it came through my ear that like oh We've got Danny news breaking. Like, so, and I was talking and then I was like, uh, so you're having to like finish your sentence, but also like try and not, I don't know. And it was hard and yeah, it it's a bit wild to, to adjust to, that's for sure.
1: Talk about Liverpool then. Uh, big sigh. Um, oh, no. just, just as we thought we were getting somewhere with Newcastle, Everton. Mm-hmm. Last night, Real Madrid, humbling experience. Um, first 20 minutes. I think yeah. that's 20 minutes in a long time, to be fair. Then after it, I, I have no idea what happened. So talk me through it. What what happened and why?
0: I know, it's so weird because we went 2-0 up and I was like euphoric. I was, this is dreamland. It was just, it felt incredible. And I thought, you know, this is this is going to go so well for us. And then that is what Real Madrid do to you. And we were doing shows reflecting on it today. And it was something, it was a mad to see Like it's the first time a, a team in the Champions League has scored five goals within a 10 opportunities and and the fact that they can do that less than 10 shot I can't remember shots on target whatever it was but so little chance and so you know they managed to score five goals at Anfield and you're like that is what Real Madrid do and anyone that's watched us play against them will just watch them play watch them in the Champions League last year and how they got to the final everything like this is just what Real Madrid do but what struck me as the biggest difference last night between the two teams was the pressure and how they dealt with it because Real Madrid they went two nil down their goalkeeper Courtois just made a huge mistake and the head did not go down we conceded and then we conceded our second and Alisson kicked the ball in the net he was really angry and he, he's usually quite unruffled Alisson but you could tell that they were like shit we have just yeah. let a two goal lead go against Real Madrid and you cannot afford to do that and I think then the third one went in from a set piece, poor, poor, really poor defending and it it unraveled from there. And that's been a kind of key thing, hasn't it? As soon as one thing goes wrong for this Liverpool team this season, it kind of, the confidence goes and the mistakes creep in and the ball is given away too easily and and it all goes wrong from there. So gutting, I feel gutted. I still can't like, yeah, I can't kind of comprehend it because it was so intense to be in there watching it. Like probably the most intense I've ever felt at Anfield for a game. Like really struggled yeah. with it actually, and uh, and yeah, a lot of false hope I think for people trying to rally themselves round for the second leg. <laughs>
1: I've just, do you know what? Speaking of that, I've just watched you and Josh doing um, a few clips today, and yeah. I've seen you just trying to get yourselves up for the second leg, and I can see you thinking. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> I know. You're thinking, like, oh, God, there's no, why are we doing this to ourselves? But also, you kind of have to, don't you? So
1: it's, it's a Liverpool thing, isn't it? Like, I know. We always have that belief. Yeah. We've had that. We have that belief. Um, usually, when it's the second legs at Anfield, we have that belief. I'm, mm. I'm concerned going to the Ben about the that. They can score, you know? Yeah. Um, but I also feel like we can. So that's what yeah. I'm holding on to. The only yeah. problem we've got are, at the back, we're just, we're just the shambles, aren't we?
0: Yeah, it's not been good. Um, hopefully we'll have Kanate back for that one.
1: Yeah, them three weeks of Kanate seem to be going into the um, six weeks of Kanate, don't they?
0: I know, well, that seems to be what's happening as well, isn't it, this season? Any time you you hear an injury, they're like, oh, just a few weeks, and then it's like two months later, it's still it's still going on, so we'll see.
1: I'll touch on one last thing then. So Henderson's book signing, uh, mm-hmm. I know he's done plenty of work at um, the AXA, and I was part of the long queue of people getting his book signed at Anfield. How was that experience?
0: So they, I think, I can't remember exactly what happened, but basically, yeah, we did like a a little interview with Henderson about his book. So got to go to the actor and yeah, and I was producing, so I wasn't doing the interview, I was producing on that day and it was like so, so cool. And he, and I think when you go to like, every time I I am able to meet a player like it's the most incredible experience because I'm a fan and it's like a lot of people I, I guess a lot of people go there just for work and it's like oh it's by the by but like I'm going and I'm like oh my god this is the best thing ever and I'm getting to meet my like actual heroes so I've grown up watching for years and and then you're there and and they're just genuinely normal nice guys and sometimes it's a bit like weird because you're like I kind of want you to be just like really celebrity or just you know but they're just not they're just normal guys and and Henderson is definitely another one of those so really nice really really humble nice guy and yeah anything like that that we get to be a part of is is really special for for us as a team and yeah for for me personally as well we are now going to do a quick fire round with our guests this could be very controversial
1: Okay, so move on to a quick fire round. I finish each episode with this, so can be uncomfortable, can be good. <laughs> Let's see how you take it. Let's see so, how we go. So talking about football or playing football, because I've seen you playing football, so come on.
0: Uh talking about it a hundred percent. Playing is still I'm still at very much at the start of that um at the start of that journey. So we'll we'll hundred percent go with talking about it. What position? I, I'm playing defense at the moment. I'm more of a sort of centre back sometimes a bit right back but yeah can't play on the left like my left foot like I just as something goes wrong I just can't like kick from that side I don't know it doesn't <laughs> go well I thought like watching loads of football would help me play but it's just not happened that way sadly.
1: Defensively then Virgil van Dijk or Jamie Carragher?
0: Oh I I, just love Virgil van Dijk <laughs> I, I obviously a huge, huge, huge fan of, of, and respect for Jamie Carragher. He's like one, you know, one player when I was growing up that you just like idolised. But yeah, for, for me, I'm going to go Virgil van Dijk. And I have met him as well. And he was also a really, really just lovely, lovely man. So we'll go Virgil van Dijk.
1: Summer or winter?
0: Oh, I'm going to go winter, you know. I hate the dark evenings, but I love like cosiness and Christmas vibes. And I love a little cheeky Christmas sort of, Holiday in like November if I can. <laughs> like I don't go away from like you know. I'll maybe go. Yeah, I'd rather that than like a summer holiday. So if I if I can go away, I'll just do like yeah something in in wintry times when like all the countries are really quiet and there's not rams with like school children on holiday. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go winter.
1: Okay, if you had to work with anyone in media, who would it be?
0: Um. I adore Kelly Cates and have had the chance to speak to her and meet her now on a few occasions. I'm thinking of it like people I've met and I don't mean to come across like that at all, but it's just, (laughs) I know, but I I hate people like that. So I would not want to come across like that. So I, I, and she's just genuinely really, really lovely. And I'd like only wish to sort of do the kind of stuff she does, but Laura Woods would, would be incredible as well. I just think she's so good at what she does so personable so approachable comes across so well and everything she does so i would love to meet her i have not met her i'd love to meet her and and work with her would yeah would be really really cool so definitely someone i look up to in the industry
1: favorite drink
0: oh like are we talking like a a alcoholic and
1: non-alcoholic
0: okay alcoholic i love i'm a cocktail person i love i love a mojito but like maybe like a strawberry mojito you know Mm. if if i'm feeling fancy i love a gin as well just classic and then um non-alcoholic i don't know really i just i'm just a bit of a water person a bit boring really so i like a nice tea from time to time a A bit old woman isn't it but i do like (laughs) favorite meal um Ooh, i love a chinese takeaway like always if i'm just like in a night in and i'm just like want to eat loads of food it's just a chinese takeaway
1: perfect okay well we call calling a pod there i know you've got stuff to do so thanks very much for your time and i appreciate your honesty on all the questions that i've asked you as well
0: oh thanks for having me on no it's been it's been good fun and appreciate it and yeah anyone anyone that needs help or anything just feel free to to send me over a message Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast and thank you to our amazing guests. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Don't forget to follow us on social media twitter.com forward slash the roadend pod and on Instagram, Instagram slash the End pod.